So welcome to the new Todd Herman Show. It is the same show that you've heard uh, at KTTH in Seattle. It's no longer there. Um, you've heard me fill in for the great Rush Limbaugh. God rest Rush. It's a very different show, though, for a very different time. We're, we're going to cover the same topics. That is news-driven topics. Um, I guess same point of view that you've grown used to. Same focus on this being the day that the Lord has made. These times in which God has decided we will live. The difference is this, that there has been an unbelievably important power shift in media. And this is the single most disturbing thing I've ever observed. As someone who's been around media uh, professionally since <laughs> uh, my early 20s. And it began with what we used to think of as bias. And certainly there's been media bias for years. And anybody who even casually observes uh, traditional television media knows that there is a pronounced liberal bias. And that's existed since the days when all the networks got together and decided to flip the colors of the parties. You know that the Republican Party used to be the blue party uh, on TV when color TV came about. And then they flipped it. All the networks got together and flipped it because it wasn't fair that Democrats were being thought of as red um, for communism. So they flipped it. They've never flipped it back. There's been a move away from pure bias into participatory media. Now, that's been newspapers. It's been television. But the power shift is starting to make its way into commercial talk radio. And commercial talk radio wouldn't exist in the way that you know, Rush created the format if this power shift had happened earlier. So the show is going to be different in, in this regard. I am not going to do this program with a belief that one day it leads to syndicated radio. And I've never, I've never really, I mean, until the last year, I never really gave a thought to syndicated radio, until the last year. And honestly, I gave that thought because um, I was blessed to talk to Rush's audience, to talk to you guys. And it was, it was a phenomenal experience. And because there's, there's a difference one can make at that scale. Uh, I'm not doing this with a notion towards ever being syndicated because I think I don't think I will ever get such an offer. Uh, and it would it would it's not because of ratings. Our ratings were really good in Seattle. Our podcast numbers. Well, I'm not going to say it because I don't want to get in trouble contractually, but. My friend Dory Monson, when he was on our show, Dory's a radio host in Seattle, pointed out the <laughs> that we were the top of the tops uh, for podcast subscriptions at this company, that, at which I, I worked happily for a, a long time. Um, the power shift began to be obvious to me in the COVID response. And it'd start with the news. The, the top of the hour news. I have never seen a more coordinated, 
constructed, enforced line of propaganda fed the American people in my entire life. And it included the, the news entities that run top of the hour news for talk radio. Well, that's news, right? But to sit and do a talk show and hear, even, even to some degree, Fox, although to a much lesser degree, they're still <laughs> a thousand light years ahead of where any of the other networks are. But you've heard me on the program talk about the coordinated change into cases, cases, cases. I am not, I'm not the smartest guy in radio. I'm not the smartest guy in the room. But anybody who has even a minor interest in how COVID was reported knows that cases doesn't mean anything. And, and no one, not a single entity, began to say, yeah, but what about deaths? And how are cases being counted? They just exploded. Then that word surged. Remember this? With cases surging, the government says that we may need to lock down. With cases surging. That word, I, I searched this. And I went and searched for the word surge in related, related to COVID. It was unanimous. It was across the board, the word surge. Viruses don't surge. They spread. Surge is an active verb. It's, it's, it's like it's an assault. Well, that's, that's, that's news. We, we expect that bias. Here's what I didn't expect. I didn't expect to begin hearing from friends in talk radio who were not allowed during the next very, very coordinated happening in our country, which was the Black Lives Matter Incorporated Antifa riots, which, remember, did not spread the COVID. I didn't expect to hear from friends of mine at talk radio saying, I can't believe this. I'm not allowed to, I am not allowed to criticize Black Lives Matter Incorporated. I heard that from multiple friends in talk radio. I am not allowed to criticize Black Lives Matter, the organization. There were radio hosts fired for saying all lives matter. And factually, all lives matter. There's been just this enormous power shift. And bringing this back to COVID, I watched what Dan Bongino tried to do uh, with Cumulus. He tried to put his self, himself between their policy of forcing everyone to get injected with a gene sequencing technology, which does not do anything to stop the virus or, or stop the spread. And Dan went, I think, 10 days without doing the show. And finally, I, I probably contractually was forced to go back. He did something enormously impressive. He dropped $250,000 into a fund uh, to protect his former colleagues who were going to be fired because they refused to get injected 
with an experimental gene sequencing technology. The power shift is, are you telling me that Pfizer runs programming at Cubulus? That they would rather see people injected with a gene sequencing technology, which in point of fact is probably ruining people's ability to gain natural immunity against the COVID flu. That they would rather do that than have Dan Bongino. That's, that's, that's what we're facing. Now, that's one company. And, and what, what, what bothers me so deeply about this is, how do I know I'm not next? How do I know I am not the next to be told what I can't say? Or which opinions I, I can hold? See, when I begin to see sequential and meaningful censorship, self-censoring, I can't be part of that. And I've had, I know people in the radio industry who are not allowed to say fake news in the talk radio industry. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> uh, there's not a day that goes by, even if I'm, even if I'm listening, I, I scan talk radio like, like I guess many listeners do. There's not a day that goes by where I don't hear, say, CBS Radio News publish what is legitimately fake news. I will never forget when I, I had learned that finally the autopsy came out with, about Brian Sidnick, the, uh, the officer at the January 6th riot that got out of hand, that the, the New, York, New York Times had said he was, he was bashed in the head with a, with a fire extinguisher and they ran that for a week. And then that, that turned out to be false. They eventually had to admit they, they lied about that. The autopsy report came out. His mother commented, Brian Sidnick died several days after the riot from a stroke. And I remember listening to a talk radio host talking about that and criticizing the media for not even questioning the Sidnick affair. He finished his monologue, and at the bottom of the hour news... His own radio station ran with a local host saying Brian Sidnick, the officer who was murdered during the Capitol Hill riot, or no, Capitol Hill insurrection. I, I, I was listening to this, and this was a show a friend of mine did in another market, and I texted him. And said, did you, just, did you just hear your local news? And he wrote back, yeah, it drives me crazy. I, I can't be part of that. More, I guess, disturbing to me is knowing that there are topics that cannot be covered. And this is one of the things that's going to be different about this version of the Todd Herman show. There's no topic I will not cover. If I think it's legitimate and I have good grounds to defend it or to be interested in it, um, that there is solid evidence, I will, I will go with it. Now, I've always done that. But there are topics, and I shared this with you on the former radio show. Let me be more, let me be more precise. The topic of children being chemically 
and surgically mutilated uh, by big medicine because they are defiant of their biological sex or they've, they've been conned into believing they're born in the wrong body or they genuinely have gender dysphoria, which is super painful. That topic is forbidden. It's forbidden at King 5 News. According to employees who told me, we, are, we cannot run this story. King 5 is the NBC affiliate there. A- according to several employees with Cairo 7, the CBS affiliate in Seattle, that topic is banned, too hot to handle. According to Como News, the ABC affiliate in Seattle, topic is too hot to handle because it touches on LGBTZUI. According to Q13, employees who work there, that's the Fox affiliate, too hot to handle. Guys, that's a banned topic. So how soon before that comes to talk radio? I know hosts who are not allowed to say the election was stolen. Talk show hosts. And to be honest with you, I know only a few hosts who still think it was stolen. And so that may seem immaterial because, hey, if you don't think it's stolen, why would you be bothered by not being allowed to say it was? Well, because what if you come across evidence that indicates to you it was stolen? Molly Hemingway's book lays out a really solid case for that. So if after reading her entire book, a host comes to the conclusion that, wow, this thing was stolen, they can't say that? Talk radio can't survive that way. The kids being gender jacked and that forbidden story goes right up against the insanity of these injections. Uh, Laura Ingram, Tucker Carlson, are a few voices who reasonably question these injections. But almost across the board, I still see media servicing safe and effective, even to children. Once thought codes and speech codes make this into, make their way into um, any form of media, they only go one direction. They, they only become more stringent. And there's another dynamic that's deeply disconcerting regards speech codes. The government is becoming one of the top advertisers in, in talk radio, specifically conservative radio. You know, I had listeners begin to tell me at the old show that the podcast was dominated by ads pimping the mRNA injections for everybody, for kids. It's patriotic. A lot of it was from the California Department of Health or the Pennsylvania Department of Health or the, the Texas Department of Health. All the same lies. 
But every single break in the podcast, they were running that stuff. I would hear it in my ear, you know, during commercial breaks when I was doing commercial radio. I would hear, oh, okay, so they're going to they, – they, they, they started to bury it in the middle of the spots because I couldn't help myself, and sometimes I'd make commentary on it. Sometimes I would, I would have commentary about the stuff I heard. And I would try to be careful to not trash an advertiser, but I don't care about trashing the government as an advertiser. I'm sorry. It's tax dollars. It's, this is fair game. When the government becomes the number one advertiser or a top advertiser using pharma's money, they begin to have say about the programming. Now, again, I'll be very clear for the majority of my time in radio, I, I was not told what to say. I've, in fact, I've never been told what to say. At Bonneville, I was never once ever uh, told what, what to say. But when the Departments of Health begin taking over and you have pharma writing big checks and you have the Department of Health using taxpayer money to write big checks on behalf of pharma, the influence is too large. Already in television news, eight to nine out of 10 of the top advertising slots are from big pharma. And that gives them enormous influence. And you can pretend it doesn't. We can pretend all day long it doesn't, but it does. So look, I've been exiled. Well, you could say I exiled myself. Emerald City exile. Guys, I'm not taking the injection. And that's problematic, I will tell you, without, again, violating my contract. That's, that's a problematic thing. I'm not going to beg on my hands and knees for a waiver. Sorry, I'm not going to ask a boss for permission to not inject myself with an experimental gene sequencing technology. And that's problematic, particularly in the separate country of Washington State. So here's the biggest difference in, in this new version of the show. It's me and you. I, I imagine that we'll bring advertisers on, but they're going to have to be very, very well vetted. They can't have anything to do with the party. And they can't have anything to do with Big Pharma. They, sorry, they can't. And that really limits, you know, how we can bring money in. But I'll tell you, the power shift that needs to occur, it has to be you and me. It has to be us. So I want to deliver to you the, 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 a show plus that you've been getting. So... I am going to have visual elements to this program. Let me give you some examples. There is no circumstance under which the mitigation things, the lockdowns, partial lockdowns, the masks, the mass injections, there is no circumstance under which those have been helpful. And I can show that to you 10,000 ways visually that are more effective than just doing that in audio. So that's going to be some of the visual things we do. Let me give you another example. It's so difficult sometimes to explain to people the common sense, particularly behind complex issues, like why, why would our bodies develop better immunity than any ejection? I can draw this picture for you. And then it becomes very clear, and you can, you can explain it to your friends. Look, here's an example of, of, a, of a complex group of proteins. 
here's something with, you know, 20 proteins in it. And what if I just isolate one? It's a spike protein. That's all your body's exposed to, the 19 others it has never seen? Well, of course, it's, it's, it's not going to develop as good a, an immunity, if at all. That's an example. So we're going to do visuals like that. And we'll do visuals, for instance, explaining. When, when I talk about same actors, different stage, I think that's a hard concept for me to explain in audio. But I'll draw, I, I'll draw pictures of, look, here's what we're dealing with. Pharma, Hollywood, technocrats going after your kids with the perverse pornographic sex ed. Same actors, different stage. Going after your kids' bodies with wrong sex hormones. Same actors, different stage. Going after you with a useless and, in my judgment, very dangerous gene sequencing technology. Same actors, different stage. Going after your cars and your personal mobility with the, with, with the climate catastrophe swindle. Same actors, different stage. All the same outcome. Your freedom is the problem. Your autonomy is the problem. And visuals to that allow you and allow us to show it to our friends and say, Do you, can you see this now? So we're going to put visual elements into the show. That stuff's going to be... That stuff's going to be for subscription. I'm going to do a free podcasting because I want to talk with you. But I, I need to deliver you product that you'll pay for. Let me be blunt. I, I There's very little chance, given what I just said for the last 20 minutes, I'll ever, ever be in commercial radio again. I, that's just the that's just the brutal reality. When I say the things I just said, I'm a risk. Well, freedom costs things, and so I'll pay that cost. So I would ask you, if you get value out of the program, subscribe. If you get value out of the visuals, subscribe. After you subscribe, if it's still a sustaining value to you, and it's still something you want to listen to, please recruit others. And we're going to work on a method. Dave the Digital is our digital guy. We're going to work on a method to reward people who take actions to recruit others to the show. And we'll reward ourselves by getting together with you guys as subscribers. We're going to have get-togethers. Hopefully, one day we'll have physical get-togethers, but I'm not allowed on airplanes, guys. I, I will not wear a woke mask. I will not get injected. I'm not allowed to fly. I'm exiled, but my, my, my mind's not exiled. As I said once in commercial radio, they can never take your conscience. Like the party can take a lot of things, but you have to give up your conscience. I will not give up my conscience. My freedom of speech is the extension of my conscience. It's also, I think, our freedom of speech is our bridgeway to God. I really believe that. I think our conscience comes from our soul because our conscience bypasses evolution or adaptation. There is absolutely nothing helpful to evolution about saving a baby from a burning building. Sorry, babies don't help the tribe. That's conscience. Right. In fact, there's nothing in evolutionary sense that would program men to not go out and have sex with every woman 
they find attractive, right? You're propagating the species, but you don't because of your conscience. Our conscience is a bridge way to God Almighty. Our words should be an extension of our conscience. When I can speak honestly to you, I can share with you what I observe, what I think we need to do. I can share with you what I think God has programmed me to believe and to feel. And when third parties get involved in that with this power shift, I, I don't think I can do that. There would come a day where some someone from on high would come along and say, hey, Todd, you can't say that. Because it's happening. And when someone as successful and powerful as Bongino can't pressure a company as successful with as many brilliant radio programmers as Cumulus has into not forcing people to give up their bodily autonomy, I I don't want to be a part of that machine. So welcome to the new Todd Herman show. It's going to be a different ride. <laughs> I promise the next show is not going to be about me and, and my personal struggles. We'll get back into the news cycle. But I just wanted you, I want to level set so you understand what you're getting into here. So if you found this uh, other than ToddHerman.com, or probably TheToddHermanShow.com, please go to TheToddHermanShow.com. Um, subscribe at the level that you can afford and share it with others. And let's just continue what we were building together before the slight interruption. And let's just get the numbers back up where they were. If we get the, if we get the podcast numbers back up to where they were, um, we're going to be forced to be reckoned with. We're going to be a force that people have to recognize. We'll be able to put enormous pressure on shiny-shoed Republicans, and we'll be able to do enormous things. Like Remember what we did with the school boards? We'll be able to do enormous things. I've got a whole bunch of new ideas for culture jamming, conservative culture jamming, so I'll bring that to the table. So go to the ToddHermanShow.com if that's not how you got here. Subscribe, become part of this. I do need your help, and I'm asking openly for your help. And I'm also asking for your prayers on this day the Lord has made. So God be with you. Go well. Go be well. Be strong. And be kind.